Hey everyone, this is a preview of our second episode in the Weavers of Revolution series where we talk about the seizure of the Yarur cotton mill in Chile during the Salvador Allende years. And if you want that whole episode, you can go to patreon.com slash workstoppage and give us five bucks a month and you can get access to that as well as all of our other back content, history episodes, movie times, explainers on rank and file unionism, all that sorts of stuff. Uh, if you can't afford to do that, go ahead and jump in the Discord and message one of the admins. We would be happy to hook you up with those episodes, regardless of your ability to help us out. But uh, yeah, if you can, please do support our show. But in the meantime, here is the episode preview. Solidarity, y'all. And so since the workers presented their desire for these watchdog committees in, you know, such a agreeable, good faith manner, and the bosses responded in, in such opposite kind, the workers started to, to kind of shift their goals a little bit. Because really, again, initially, all the workers were fighting for at this point was a real independent union and an actual say in how their workplace was run. But now, now that the bosses are just saying, no, we're going to keep sabotaging the, the output of the plant and we're not going to let you do anything about it. That started to convince the workers that while the union victory that they had won was important, that it was not going to be enough and that to truly solve the core contradiction that they're facing at the mill, the capital sabotage from the bosses, which was un, like fundamentally based on their total dictatorship of control of how the, the operations at the mill function, that they would need to take more revolutionary steps. Mm. And so like this, you had this process that I think is so important to look at because in, you've now reached that next stage of it where worker solidarity has inspired pretty much all the workers at the mill to be like, yeah, we do need our own organization. Our, the bosses are working against our interests and we need to fight for them. And now that they've achieved those organizations and are seeing the way that the bosses are themselves making their own plants run shitty, <laughs> that really starts to expose that, you know, because it's that stuff that, you know, Marx talks about in Capital about the way in which the capitalists themselves become a fetter on production mm-hmm. be- because they care more about control than well, they do about also, anything else. And, and like as a worker, once you start fighting for one or two things in your workplace, you start to see kind of like this this spiraling set of contradictions where it's like, okay, we have to continue to keep stepping up our game and making bigger demands. Like remember when Chris Smalls originally walked out with like 50 employees over coronavirus concerns? And now look how powerful the fucking ALU is. Right, yeah. and I mean, now they're demanding that uh, the the government overturn the election and just hand the victory to the workers. I mean, like, it is a, a step in that direction. Yeah, so now that the workers have, you know, they've won their union, but they've run up against the intransigence of the bosses, they started looking around. Okay, well, we got to do something else about this. And there were, in the same way that, you know, one union victory led to another union victory, workers started to look at what else was going on in the country. And 
there had already been some land seizures by the indigenous people of Chile, the Mapuche, who had, with Allende's victory, just begun, begun reclaiming land that was stolen from them by settlers over the past several hundred years, uh, seeing the, the new Allende government as a chance to finally see some measure of justice for the way settler colonialism had robbed them of their land. And so seeing those seizures, the mill workers were like, hey, well, you know, they took over back their land. What if, what if we took over ours? Mm. And so the workers at Yoruba began seriously having discussions about what if we just ran the mill ourselves? <laughs> um, and so like there was a quote for, here from the Socialist Union officer, Antonio Laura, who said, until April, we were consolidating the union, accumulating data and talking with the Ministry of Economy, with the parties, with the National Textile Union and with the CUT and all of them asking us to wait, to have patience. But after the triumph of April, we thought, why wait any longer? The hour has come to go forward. We have to take the factory away from Amador Yarur and do it now. Do, 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 So, like, getting into the details of how this all happened, like, Allende's deputy minister of economy, uh, Guillermo Garaton, explained the importance of the Aurora mill to like the overall, like not just the economy, but really the culture in Santiago at the time saying, quote, Aurora was the first time that the government didn't nationalize an enterprise because it was inefficient or because it had committed some offense or for being a foreign enterprise, but did it for the simple fact that it was a monopoly and that the government was disposed to act with extreme severity against monopolies. And because in addition, it had produced consumer shortages that permitted its requisition end quote. And so like you have all of these things piling up for justifications for, for the state to just say, to like legitimize the, the nationalization of the mill. Cause again, in addition to the stuff he's talking about, this is the Yurers are in the top 10 wealthiest families in Chile at this point. They control again, about a third of the entire cotton market in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a very long history of tax evasion and fraudulent accounting at the mill. Uh, again, never heard of any company being run this way ever in the United States. <laughs> well, and they, I mean, they've also proven themselves repeatedly to be hostile, not just to their own workers, but to the socialist government of the country they operate in. Exactly. Uh, to, to the point, actually, that like the Eurers were not just, you know, supporting conservative candidates, donating to their campaigns, campaigning against the socialist government. They were also one of the major funders of the group Patria y Libertad, who, uh, which just mean, uh, means land and freedom and, well, homeland and freedom. But like, if folks have listened to our series on uh, the repressive state apparatus and have listened to the episode we did where we talked about Operation Condor, you may be familiar with that term.
campesinos, soldados y obreros, la mujer de la patria también, estudiantes, empleados, mineros, cumpliremos con nuestro deber, sembraremos la tierra de gloria, socialistas será el porvenir, todos juntos haremos la historia, a cumplir, a ¡Suscríbete